Blue 42! Blue 42! Hut! Hut! Hike! This is the Game Managers Podcast. The Internet's one and only sports podcast. Breaking down college football's biggest games, latest news, and greatest moments. Are you ready? Because it starts right now. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to College Football's most prestigious award ceremony, the annual TG Emmys, presented by the Game Managers Podcast. I am your host, Nick Norris, and with me, looking quite dapper in his lavender tuxedo for this special occasion, Justin Knight. Yes, I actually uh, decided to uh, wear my tuxedo tonight, but no pants. Just tux and no pants, since, I mean, I'm at home, so. Well, you look great either way. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. So, we were going to do this last Sunday, but we had all the football stuff, we had the NFL playoffs and basketball, and so we just decided we'd just give it our own, our own episode, our own bonus episode. But we're not going to do any of the any of the mismanagers or Twitter news. We're not needing to know anything like that. We'll do we'll do that when we come back next Sunday. But for this, it's just the awards because because it's not about us this time, Justin. It's about no. the winners. Well, winners and losers. <laughs> so the way this works is there are multiple awards throughout the episode. Some are going to be serious. Some are jokes. I'm going to name the name of the award and then list the nominees. And then Justin and I will select a winner. And we might have different winners. That's fine. We don't care enough to, to be on the same page, do we, Justin? No, we don't. And then in between the categories, Justin and I have some, some special awards. Some indi- ones we came up with individually. And we don't know each other, so we'll surprise each other with those. So I, when I, I'll say, like, all right, here's one of my awards, and then someone will say, okay, Justin, time for one of your awards. Sound good? Now, for my awards that I chose, can I just go ahead and have a winner for them? I don't even have anybody contesting for it. I'm just like, Yeah, no. yeah. Now, your awards you can do however you If you just got a winner that's straight out, great. Some of mine are like that, too. So, very Perfect. good. Okay, well, you ready to get this show on the road? Let's go. All right, first category. America's team. We got to decide who was America mostly rooting for this year. All right. Here's our options: Cincinnati, thirteen and one; Louisiana, thirteen and one; Houston, twelve and two; Kentucky, ten and three; San Diego State, twelve and two; or UAB, nine and four. Uh, probably Cincinnati. Yeah, everybody was wanting Cincinnati in the playoffs. I think if yeah. if they wouldn't have let Cincinnati in, that it would have been even more so that way. So. Yeah, now if Cincinnati fans were like UCF fans, I wouldn't have said Cincinnati. But Cincinnati fans have been somewhat, you know, mild, I would say. They were um, just happy to be there. Yeah. I mean, I think the majority of them knew they probably wouldn't win that game. So they were just glad to be in the top four in the first, you know, non-Power 5 to make it. So, yeah, I'd say Cincinnati for sure. Lovely, lovely. Congratulations to Cincinnati. Hey. We'll you your plastic award. Way to go, Cincinnati. All right, here's our most prestigious award of the night. We do this one every year, Justin. This is Worst Hair. It can be Mm. given to any college football coach or player. Would you like to hear the nominees this year? Of course. Kirby Smart. Okay, that's what I figured. (laughs) That's it. It's just him. Now, I, I will say, I feel like he cut it a little different. For the playoffs, he did. his hair looked better. I'll, you know I'll what give it was? Credit for that. He thinned it out. It was a lot thinner. Usually, yeah. it's this. It's the thick bowl. This time, yeah, it was it's a bowl it was, cut. Yeah, it was more shaped like a human head this year. That's that's looked, improvement. It looked much better. I'll give him that. So he's almost out from this terrible award. He's almost there because there's got to be somebody else who's probably going to have worse hair at some point. Trevor Lawrence nearly beat him for it last year with his mustache. Yeah, and his but long he didn't hair, quite. Uh, even now, it's just so goofy. He looks like a dog. <laughs> I think if Trevor Lawrence last year wouldn't have owned his mustache when that lady accidentally made fun of him on a hot mic, I don't know if you remember that, 
Oh <laughs> uh, no, I remember that. Yeah, because yeah. uh, she was she asked him about his mustache and then she forgot she was still on mic. She was like, "Oh, it looks awful" or something. It's such a dumb <laughs> question. Why do you ask somebody about their mustache? <laughs> I would ask. So stupid. I would be like, uh, "What's up with the? Uh, what do you do that for?" That's what I <laughs> so it's it's Kirby, right? It's Kirby. Yeah. I hope somebody beats him next year. I even looked hard. I was like, "Who has the worst hair?" There wasn't there wasn't just a ton of really awful hair this year. It was it was really just Kirby in a league of his own. So he is dominating yeah, this world. Yeah. yeah. Okay, here's a more serious one. Best quarterback: Bryce Young, Kenny Pickett, uh, Pitt, C.J. Stroud at Ohio State, or Spencer Rattler at Oklahoma. I put him in mm. as a joke, by the way. Spencer Rattler for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, is it Bryce Young still after the playoffs? I think so. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Uh, he had a good. Uh, well, I mean, he hadn't really didn't have to do anything semifinal and then um, championship game. You know, he struggled, but uh, he was a yeah, bit rattled. For the majority, in the, for the majority of the season, yeah, he had, he was the best quarterback. Okay, congratulations, Bryce Young. You might have won the Heisman, but now you've won a TG Emmy. So much better than the Heisman. Uh, best running back: Kenneth Walker at Michigan State, Abram Smith at Baylor. Or Hassan Haskins at Michigan. Def- definitely Walker. Even though I don't think Walker did much towards the end of the year, but uh, like I said, for the most of the, uh, majority of the season for him too, he was the best running back for sure. Yeah, I agree. I, I wish he would have played in the bowl game just so we could see him one last time because I think that yeah. that's kind of plays into feeling like we didn't see him a lot lately. Yeah, because he'll uh, be a first round pick for sure. Yeah, yeah, he'll be the. Surely the first running back taken. Maybe not. Maybe yeah, not. I would. I would think. Um, because, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know who else you would take before him, really. Yeah, he should be the first running back taken. Uh, this one might be a little closer. This next award, best wide receiver. Here's who we got: Jamison Williams at Alabama, Traylon Burks at Arkansas, Drake London, Southern California, George Pickens at Georgia. Or Garrett Wilson, Ohio State. Um, was uh, I'm gonna say the dude that went off in the Rose Bowl for Ohio State. I don't think that was Garrett Wilson. Let me pull that up. No, it wasn't. It was um, it was the other dude who's only a sophomore. Let's um, see. I'm pulling it up right now. Utah versus Ohio State game summary. Go to the box score. Okay, here we go. We got the stats here. Top receiving was, oh yeah, uh, I got to click on his name because it's so long it has dots. Jackson Smith. Jibba? Yeah, I have no idea to say his last Something name. Like <laughs> yeah, I think the N silent maybe and maybe also the G. I, I don't know. It's, uh, I'm going to say him just because, I mean, he, he had a great season leading up to that game, but then that put him over the top when you have... 350 yards of receiving and three touchdowns. I mean, it's incredible. He had, uh, for the year, 95 receptions, 1,600 yards, nine touchdowns, an average of nearly 17 yards. Yeah. Um, I will say, let's see what uh, Garrett Wilson's stats were. I don't have them in front of me. I don't care enough to look. I'll say, I don't. I I want to say Jamison Williams, but I don't know if I really believe that 100. percent He's very good. He's incredible. Yeah, he had a good season, but um, I mean, you know, it hurt. Didn't help him that you know he got hurt and everything. Yeah. Um, I'll just I'll say Jamison Williams. But yeah, uh, any of those guys are are solid picks. I think. Yep. Uh, best tight end: Charlie Kohler from Ohio State. Trey McBride from Colorado State, Texas A&M's Jalen Watermeyer, or Georgia's Brock Bowers? Brock Bowers, easily. You know what's interesting? The actual tight end award, I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head, the one they give out in college football. Yeah. Um, let me see what it's called. The Isn't it like the, is Mackey it the Award. Oh, okay. John Mackey Award. Okay. Um, he wasn't even a finalist. Which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but it's him, right? It's Brock Bowers. I think so. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Um, yeah. And the dude's only a freshman. Um, uh, he's. I'm trying to think of who he. He kind of reminds me of Gronk a little bit, just of how hard it is to bring him down. Um, but he's also really fast. He's he's very athletic, especially for a tight end. Um, 
I mean, the dude's going to be dominant, especially once he gets to the NFL as well. Because tight end, I think, is a position that's starting to come back. And you see so many professional teams using tight ends now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, yeah, I mean, it just gives you – it makes your offense that much more dynamic when you got a big guy oh, yeah. that can also catch. Yeah. All right, Justin, well, it's time for your first award of the night. All right, so uh, my first award uh, is pretty obvious – you know who the winner was for this one. So my first award is a dumbest name, and that one's going to Stetson Bennett the fourth. He gets, <laughs> Very good. He gets. He's our winner for dumbest name. I mean, it doesn't help. I couldn't even say his name right to begin with because it's so stupid. But Stetson. I mean, it's just it's ugly. I hate it. He could also win most British name probably. Is yeah, that... I mean, it, that's that's what it sounds like. And then you add in the fourth and everything. Ugh, that's didn't like it the only way you could make his name more british if it was like benedict crumpet the <laughs> third <laughs> benedict the crumpet <laughs> <laughs> all right uh very good justin congratulations to stetson bennett hey you way to go punk. stetson uh all right best offensive lineman evan neal left tackle at alabama tyler linderbaum um uh at I don't know. Didn't write it down. <laughs> Ikem Ikwono at North Carolina. Uh, Darian Kennard at Kentucky. Or Charles Cross, Mississippi State. I'll look up that other one while, while you're thinking about those. I already got my mind made up. But. Uh, probably Evan Neal. Yeah, he's going to be a first-round draft pick probably. Probably um, the first O-lineman taken. Yeah, definitely. Um, he is yeah, uh, I mean, Tyler Linderbaum, when you look at the difference between um, having him you know, left side of Alabama's um, O-line and then the right side of Alabama's O-line. I mean, it was, it was like two different teams, really. Oh, yeah. I mean, so consistent running the ball towards the left because he was incredible blocker. And, um, yeah, he'll have a good career in the NFL. Okay, how about best interior defensive lineman? Is it Jordan Davis at Georgia, Jermaine Lowell at Arizona State, or Keenan Stewart at UTEP? Yeah, I mean, I'll say Jordan Davis because um, I think for the majority of the season, you know, he was pretty dominant on the, in the middle of the D-line, especially, I mean, a dude that's that big and moves so well, it's pretty scary. Um, and he had a bounce-back game, you know, in the championship because, you know, during the SEC championship, he looked pretty out of shape. He didn't do much. But, you know, the semifinal and a championship game, he, he played pretty well. So, um, yeah, I do that size. I mean, he can just clog up holes there in the middle. And I We've seen him run guys down, too. At, I mean, how much does he weigh, like 330 pounds, 340 pounds? Yeah, probably um, a lot. <laughs> I, yeah, and he's like six, what, six eight, six nine, six ten. I mean, the dude's huge. Um, I think he'll have a very good NFL career as well. As six, long as six, he stays three, in shape. Yeah, he's huge. Okay, very nice. Very good, everyone. All right, I've got one of my awards ready, if you don't mind, Justin. All right. Um. This is the award for largest human. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to uh, to a member of the SEC, but not Jordan Davis. Desmond oh. Watson, also known as Des Watson, a freshman defensive end at Florida. He is 6'5", 400 pounds. When 400 he first, pounds? When he first arrived on campus, he was 480. Golly. <laughs> that is a large human. Well, the fact that they knocked off 80 pounds, I mean, that's impressive too, but golly, yeah, that, that, that is crazy. And they knocked off 80 pounds over a summer. That's insanity. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that's yeah. talk about changing the diet and working him to death. Golly. <laughs> that's a big Oof. man. Uh, okay, here we go. Let's see where we're at. This uh, award is for, we're taking a break from the... Uh, the player awards will be right back at them but this is for most unhinged quote all right <laughs> so this is uh these are all i believe from coaches too all right this one comes from scott frost uh, about half our game plan was out the window when they lined up how they did hmm. it's, not, it's not great that you want to hear no that doesn't look good uh this one comes from brian kelly i'm in favor of execution maybe our entire team needs to be executed after tonight <laughs> And of course, he did kill a, kill a boy. A man, he I did, guess. yeah. Now he's at LSU. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, this one comes from Lane Kiffin. I saw a picture of me at the at the bowl game last year and told the players I looked like an anaconda that had swallowed a deer and the deer got stuck in its neck. What? <laughs> I guess you're saying mean? you're this fat? <laughs> well, I'd say also that, um, probably his quote from uh, the Alabama game before the start of that game for what he said, get your popcorn ready, threw the yeah. headset down. Yeah, get your popcorn ready. Yeah, I watched an uh, interview of him after that or Reddit or something, I don't remember, where he said that he realized what he said immediately and he got on the headset and was like, hey, figure something out. we got to score a lot because I just accidentally said something really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah, pretty funny. Yeah, that worked out for him. Uh, this one comes from ex-Florida coach Dan Mullen. We're in the season right now. We'll do recruiting after the season. When it gets to recruiting time, we can talk about recruiting. Okay, next question. Yeah, see how that worked out for him. Yeah, they're He's absolutely... Jobless. Yeah, and they're awful in recruiting right now. Yeah, so uh, go Dan this, Mullen. This one comes from Mississippi State coach Mike Leach. I mean, I completely hate candy corn. I like gummy bears for sure, the Haribo ones. I got to be the Haribo ones. And then the other thing I like is when they used to have the sprees in a box. Outstanding. You have to go to the dollar store to find it, but I do. And then the latest, there's still candy innovation. Although a while back, I found that Europe had better candy than we did overall. It's because they have gummy everything. But they have those nerd clusters, which is new, which is good. The nerd clusters is good. And then if you go chocolate, probably Almond Joy. He's so weird. <laughs> he's weird. And I just thought it was funny, too. And of course, you know, he's got all that issues with Texas Tech. And they owe him this money. And then Texas Tech just whips Mississippi State. I love it. Yeah, that was, that was beautiful. I love that, too. Uh, and the last quote for our nominees comes from USC Athletic Director Mike uh, bone after introducing Lincoln Riley as their new coach he said it was never our goal to change the landscape of college football with one of the biggest moves in the history of the game but we did exactly that that is bold <laughs> is... yeah I don't know if you're completely changing the landscape of football by hiring Lincoln Riley who's never won a national championship but um, yeah sure <laughs> sure good on you if you really uh, think I'm... that good yeah good for you <laughs> I'm going to say the Brian Kelly one about killing all his players is the most unhinged. Um, I'm going to say Dan Mullen just because I don't like Dan Mullen. Dude's Fair enough. Yeah, very good. All right, Baptist Position Awards. Best defensive end. Is it Kayvon Thibodeau at Oregon? Uh, DeMarvin Lill at Texas A&M? Haskell Garrett at Ohio State? Or Aiden Hutchinson at Michigan? Uh, I'd say Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, I, I like Kevin Thibodeau at Oregon. But, but he yeah, didn't play enough, Hutchinson. though. Yeah, it's definitely Aiden Hutchinson, 100%. Yeah. Uh, Heck, you could probably throw Will Anderson there, too, because, I mean, he's such like a – he's a hybrid. He's, you know, outside linebacker plus DN. I mean, he could play anywhere. Oh, yeah. Well, he's in the next category here, too. But, yeah, you definitely could chunk him in there, too. Best linebacker, Will Anderson at Alabama. Uh, Darian Beavers at Cincinnati. Leo Chanel at Wisconsin. Damon Clark at LSU, Nicobe Dean at Georgia, Devin Lloyd at Utah, or Chad Muma at Wyoming. It's Will Anderson, right? Yeah, easily. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's not even a debate. Second would Anderson. probably be Dean because uh, he's uh, he's he plays pretty smart and he's a pretty good leader on that Georgia defense. So I, I'd put oh, yeah. him second. Well, speaking of second, Justin, it's time for your second individual award. Mm, okay, this one. Uh, I was just doing some looking around. You know, I'm a big jersey guy. I love jerseys. Um, so this is worst college football jersey. And this goes to the great University of Tulane. They have Ooh. the worst football jerseys because it's just now, you know, maybe if they had some, it's just the color combination that really just doesn't make any sense. So they have this ugly green with a sky blue and then they also have like some black jerseys with the ugly green plus the sky blue plus white. It's just it is ugly. I don't it's I don't too really much. get it. It's I'm yeah, it's too at it much. Right it doesn't now. it doesn't make sense. Um, it, I think it would be cool if they got rid of the sky blue and you just did the green. I think that would be fine, but yeah. the blue doesn't really make much sense. I don't get it. Because they, they also have another jersey where they have the sky blue helmets the white jerseys and the green pants with the sky blue sh down the side of the pants. It's 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 weird. 
<laughs> yeah, those aren't colors say. that they're not utilizing those colors well. Like, first of all, those colors you can probably make that work if you had a better design, but it's it's too much of one and not enough of the other. Yeah, it it just I I I don't like it. It it just doesn't yeah. make sense. It doesn't flow well. But the Their helmets are really but, bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't help too that they suck. So not only do you have the worst jerseys, but you also suck as a football program. So well, hey, you look good. You play good. That's yeah. Congratulations, look, Tulane. Look bad. You play bad. I guess. You play bad. Thank you, Justin. And thank You're you to welcome. Tulane. You'll get your. Yeah, thank you, Tulane, PG for giving you giving us those jerseys. <laughs> You'll get your award in the mail soon enough. All right, best defensive back: Jaquan Brisker at Penn State, Kobe Bryant at Cincinnati, Lewis Sign at Georgia, Jalen Foster at South Carolina, Ahmed Gardner at Cincinnati, Kyle Hamilton at Notre Dame, Matt Hankins at Iowa, Brandon Hill at Pittsburgh, Veron <gasps> McKinley at Oregon, Jaquan McMillan at East Carolina, Raleigh Moss at Iowa, or Jalen Pater at Baylor. Um, I would say uh, Gardner at Cincinnati. Dude hasn't he? <laughs> I think he's played, you know, over a thousand snaps, whatever. Didn't give up a single touchdown in his football career, um, and even playing against Alabama, I thought he played very well against William, uh, Jalen Williams. Um, yeah, Jameson Williams, sorry. Um, so I, I think he he's, he was probably the best corner. Now, I know he's he's probably not talked about, and I'm probably saying my bias here, but you know, Roger McCree was also very good. I think he was one of the top SEC corners, and you know, efficiency wise. Um, I thought he played very well for Auburn, but uh, but yeah, definitely a Gardner for Cincinnati. I think he's very solid. I agree with you. Yeah, I think Gardner. Yeah, he's uh, but that whole defensive back uh, core at Cincinnati, very very good. Yeah, very that good. was theirs. That was their strong suit. I mean, we saw that playing when they played Alabama. Um, I mean, they gave up the one, the kind of the one misstep on one of those passing touchdowns, but. You know, they got beat in the run game, but, I mean, because Alabama couldn't get anything going passing-wise. But why would you when you're running, you know, six, seven yards of carry? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, best kicker. Is it Jake Moody of Michigan, Gabe Brick at Oklahoma, or Noah Ruggles at Ohio State? I don't know. I, haven't, I don't remember any of them. Do you? <laughs> um, not, not really. Um. Because college, kick, college kickers, you know, are just there's so many inconsistent college kickers. Um, I, I, I'll say the uh, Oklahoma gosh or whatever. Great. Congratulations to whoever I said and then whoever you said. Yeah. Right. This, this shows how much we really care about kickers. <laughs> All right, here's, one of, here's my second award of the night, my individual award. This is actually, I think I'm going to add this in to do this every year. This is uh, college football's all-name team. So this is the the greatest and weirdest names in college football. This is the 2021 class. Are you ready? All right. For quarterback, we have General Booty. He is a quarterback at Tyler Junior College. That's his real That's name. That's an actual name, General, General Booty. General Booty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Running back, we have Tank Bigsby at Auburn. Nice, yeah. That's a good name. There's a, quite a few Auburn players on here. Oh, yeah. Uh, tied in, John Michael Gillenborg at Wyoming. <laughs> Sounds like a robot. This is one of the best ones. Wide receiver Fat Watts at Tulane. Fat total PH. Fat Watts. Fat what? <laughs> yeah, that's his name. That's so stupid. P H A T Watts. Fat last name Watts. Why? Why? Uh, another wide receiver Aju Aju at Clemson. Aju. Like the <laughs> yeah. gravy. You dip your yeah. sandwich in? I think so, yeah. <laughs> uh, on the offensive line, we have Auburn's bro, Darius Ham. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Western Michigan's Dylan Death Rage. That's a great mm. name. <laughs> Sounds like Death a comic Rage, book character. Okay. Uh, App State's Bear Hunter. I like it. Bear And playing at App State, and you're a bear hunter. I like it. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? And uh, Iowa State's Dodge Saucer. Nice. Dodge saucer. Okay. On the defensive line at Boston College. This is his actual name. It's not a curse word. It's spelled S. I'm just going to say it. Shitta Silla. <laughs> his first uh, name 
is S-H-I-T-T-A. That's his actual name. How do you how do people come up with these names? Like <laughs> I mean, how do parents sit down and say, you know what, this is what I'm gonna name my kid and they're gonna have this name the rest of their life unless they go and change it. How about this one, defensive line for UAB, Fish McWilliams? Nice. Like his it. first name is Fish. F I S H. Uh, at Kentucky, defensive lineman Octavius Oxendine. Oh, that's a good. That's a good one. I like it. Uh, UCF, formerly Auburn, Big Cat Bryant, defensive you. line. Um, Arkansas for the linebacker. This guy's name is Bumper Pool. Bumper Pool. His first name is Bumper. His last name is Pool. Okay. Uh, defensive back Kool Aid McKinstry at Alabama. Ugh, so stupid. Um. Storm Duck at UNC. Thorn Duck. Storm. Oh, Storm Duck. Storm like a like a lightning storm. Duck. Okay. Uh, Smoke Monday at Auburn. Oh uh, yeah. This one's probably my favorite. Uh, this is a guy at San Diego State, New Zealand Williams. New Zealand Williams. His so first name he's is named New after, Zealand. He's named after a country. <laughs> yeah. A two name, a two word country. Okay. And then finally, New Zealand. Finally, punter at UMass, George, George, Georgeopolis. George, Georgeopolis. <laughs> yeah, George, Georgeopolis. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, okay. Very makes, congratulations. Makes me lose, makes me lose faith in the human race. <laughs> Your names like this. I'm gonna make that a recurring thing. We're gonna do that next year too. I yeah. found those on a on a there's a all all name team on Reddit that I found those on. I'll be well, sure hey, I don't know if year. this if this guy's playing anywhere yet. Uh, he may be, um, but uh, this was a I don't know if you've seen this one, the coldest to ever do it. Yeah, the coldest. Let me uh, the coldest Crawford I think is his full name, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Um, Where's he at? Yeah. Did he go to Miami? I think he's still in high school. Okay. Yeah, he's a 2022 recruit. Okay. Let me see if he's... Yes, his name is the coldest. Oh, maybe he went to Nebraska. Oh, Nebraska? He's on the University of Nebraska football roster website. That doesn't seem like a name you need to go to Nebraska for. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he signed at Nebraska. I mean, Nebraska, you got guys like John and Bob. He was committed to LSU and flipped to Nebraska. He was committed to LSU? Yeah. How are you going to flip? Nebraska? <laughs> Nebraska has won like zero games the last four years. Yeah, they but they act like they still live in the 80s and 90s. Uh, here's an award. Um, you disagree with me on this. Best punter. I say that punters are not real football players. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I've always maintained that. The uh, only thing I have to say to that is, hey, you go out there and punt. Oh, I couldn't do it. Not, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. I just think, <laughs> but they can't do anything else other football players do. <laughs> the thing. Well, I mean, it's like a kicker then. Yeah, but at least I guess at least a kicker gets points, don't they? Yeah, I mean, I, their I guess. job's important. I get it. I just. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, best best punter. We have Rutgers, Adam Korzak, uh, San Diego State's Matt Areza, or Penn State's Jordan Stout. I don't know any of these guys. I'm just going to randomly State. pick. Penn State. Yeah. Sure. Jordan Stout. Congratulations. You did it based on Brianna. Uh, you won the, the best Tegos. award you'll ever win in your life. It's this one right here. <laughs> that's, that's, that's terrible to say to someone. Okay, how about well, this one? I don't one? think it's terrible. I mean, I think it's it's probably true. He probably won't win anything bigger than this. Maybe he'll win, like, Employee of the Month at wherever he sells insurance in four years. That's true. He could. <laughs> uh, biggest disappointment. This is always a fun one. There's a lot of contenders this year, too. Biggest disappointment. This can be This is a pretty vague award just for whoever, I guess, did not live up to their hype. Uh, Spencer Rattler. That's, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Indiana, after going 2-10, and ten, uh, after losing their last eight games. Clemson, going 9-3. and three. They were preseason ranked third. LSU, going 6-6. Six and six. Texas, under first-year head coach Steve Sarkeesian, going 5-7. and seven. 
Auburn going six and seven under Brian Harson first year. Florida going six and seven after starting out at thirteen and taking Alabama to the wire early in the season. Or Michigan's performance in the playoffs. What is the biggest disappointment? Mm. I was either gonna say I was gonna say Spencer Rattler at first, but yeah, Michigan in the playoffs. I mean that was um, disappointing and just it was so disappointing to hear Harbaugh say what he had to say after the game, like how they weren't prepared at all, blah blah blah, weren't ready to play. Um, I think if Jim Harbaugh does take an NFL job, then it's this, it's Michigan in the playoffs because they might not get back there for a long time. <laughs> no, yeah, um, I, I would say Michigan just because I mean I really thought they had a good shot of beating Georgia the way they had been playing, and then just to get whipped like that. It was just, it was so disappointing. I'd probably say Michigan, but Spencer Rattler's pretty close because everybody was talking about him too. Texas is a big one too because to not even get bowl eligible. Yeah, you know I'm starting because I was pretty hard on them during the season, but um, the way they've been, I think they've recruited somewhat well this past you know off season and, and right now. Um, I think they're getting some pretty solid players. Um, I'll. I'll, I'll hold off a little bit on Sarkeesian. I'll give him some slack, and we'll see. If he's able to have a pretty successful season this year, then we'll see, you know it'll show that he's a good recruiter and good coach. Yeah. Um, but, you know, who knows? This could be a sign of something because, yeah, I mean, you lose to Kansas at home. Um, that's always – I don't care how bad you are. You can't lose to Kansas. So that was pretty embarrassing. Yeah, that was, that was bad. I don't know. I think, I'm gonna, I, think I might say Texas. Just because I thought they'd at least get yeah. to a ball game. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you would think. But, yeah, I think I'll stick with Michigan just because I really thought they had a chance to make it to the national championship game, and that was very disappointing. Congratulations, Spencer Rattler. You somehow got off the hook on that one. I don't know how. You won't after this year, though, because, <laughs> hey, he, you know, he's going to be – you know, he reminds me of Felipe Franks a little bit. You know, yeah. He's transferring because, let's see, Felipe Franks transferred from Florida to Arkansas – um, I think he'll have a Felipe Franks kind of year. Great. <laughs> Good on Hey, and you know what? Congratulations to Felipe Franks because his first throw in the NFL, I think, was a pick six. So way to go, buddy. <laughs> of course it was. What else would it be? Yeah, what else would it be? All right, Justin, it's time for your third uh, individual award. All right. Um, You know, this one, I was trying to figure out what, you know, this makes sense but i think it makes sense so uh this is for uh headhunter but couldn't cover a 90 year old grandma uh smoke monday (laughs) wow he'll he'll go out i'll give it to you he'll he'll hit somebody he'll go out and hit you and he's usually one called for targeting penalties um but he couldn't cover a soul and he's slow as molasses too um so yeah he's uh Headhunter, but couldn't cover 90-year-old grandma. He's our winner for that. Way to go, Smoke Monday. Congratulations to Smoke hey, Monday. Hey, two Smoke awards Monday. for you, Smoke. Yeah, you're racking up. You might yeah. win another one. This is, wow. a big, this is a big night for you. So, so, so what is Headhunter, but couldn't cover a grandmother? Is that, is that it? Yeah, couldn't cover 90-year-old grandma. <laughs> okay, great. All right. How about best hire? We had a bunch of hires this mm-hmm. offseason so far. Brian Kelly at LSU, Lincoln Riley at USC, Marcus Freeman at Notre Dame, Billy Napier at Florida, Mario Cristobal at Miami, or Brent Venables at Oklahoma. Oh, you know, I don't know. Um, I'm kind of intrigued by the Cristobal to Miami. Maybe he can actually get Miami back to, you know, contending for at least the ACC championship um you know since he because he he played at miami didn't he yeah or he's at least from florida the very least yeah but i think i know he he coached there at some point too um i mean that's an interesting hire um of course you know pat riley i i think he can do a good job with usc can i think he can actually recruit well and get usc back to you know the way they were back in the early 2000s um, but he played at Miami from '89 to '92. 
Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, I don't know. This one's tough. I um, I want to say either uh, Pat Riley or um, did I say Pat Riley? You did. <laughs> Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley. I'm so sorry. Pat Riley was a famous basketball coach. I apologize. Um, yeah, I'll say either Lincoln Riley or um, I must uh, Venables. I think Venables could do a good job at Oklahoma. I think so too. I think he really could. Because <sighs> I mean, Venables is the type of guy. I don't know who he hired for an OC. Um, but I feel like he's the type of guy that will get a good offensive mind in there, and then we know he's going to have – I think he can finally get a good defense over there at Oklahoma. You know, I I don't know because, you know, there's there's not many people in college football I just dislike, but Brian Kelly is one of them. But I yeah. do feel – but I do know he's a very good coach. He I don't think a he's coach. a good fit, like, culturally. <laughs> but no, I think not, he'll do a good job. Not after you just had – Ed Orgeron, who, yeah. I mean, when you think LSU, that is the man. You think of LSU, that's him. And you couldn't yeah. have think of a perfect, more perfect fit for a college. Um, and then, yeah, you bring in Brian Kelly, who's just this northerner, um, tries to fake fake his accent, and then he admits it on live television during yeah. the LSU-Kansas <laughs> State game. He did. Um, which I guess good on him. You know, he at least, I guess, has a sense of humor with it. Um but I don't know. Yeah, there's something about him. He's just kind of he's he's a strange dude. He just seems kind of stale. Um, but yeah, he's a good coach. He did a great job at Notre yeah. Dame. I know they never won a championship, but every season, you know, Notre Dame was you know at least contending to make a playoff spot. I hate I hate to say it because I don't think he's a great fit for LSU, but I'm I think he's most likely out of these guys to win a national championship. So I'm really, say, wow, yeah. So I'm going to say Brian Kelly at LSU. Mm. Yeah, you got to give him the benefit of the doubt. I mean, it's LSU, but they're going yeah. to have the resources to. Yeah, because Lincoln Riley's got to build up USC, and maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. Like Marcus Freeman, Notre Dame's a very good college, but they're not. They haven't won a national championship in a long time. Yeah. Billy Napier at Florida, their recruiting has just went down the toilet. He, he's got a lot of work to do there. Yeah. <laughs> Mario Cristobal's got to do some rebuilding. Brent Venables yeah. is in a very good spot, though. But yeah, I think the with SEC their recruiting, soon. yeah, mm. yeah, I, I think it. I'd, I'll go. Um, I'm gonna go Venables because I think he has a chance to do a good job there. I'd, I'd like to see him do a good job. I like him. Now, now, unproven. I mean, it's a risk saying he's probably the best hire because who knows? I mean, he's been a DC, you know, his whole career. He hadn't been a head coach anywhere, um, so. But I guess but, out of everyone in America that is not has not had experience out of head coaching, he's probably the safest risk, if I had to guess. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, yeah. the dude's so pro- proven, though, as a defensive coordinator, and he has the charisma and the personality to be a great head coach. So, Well, how about best game of the year? You ready for these? Oh, All right, okay. we have uh, number five Michigan uh, beating – Number two, Ohio State, 45 to 27. It's on November 27th. We have number six, Oklahoma, beating number 21, Texas, 55 to 48 on October 9th. We have number three, Alabama, beating Auburn in four overtimes, 24 to 22 on November 27th. Uh, we have number 17, Ole Miss, beating number 13, Arkansas, 52 to 51 on October 9th. Number eight, Michigan State, beating number six, Michigan, 37 to 33 on October 30th. Texas A&M beating number one, Alabama, 41 to 38 October 9th. Uh, Kansas beating Texas, 57 to 56 in overtime on November 13th. Or number one, Alabama, uh, beating uh, number 11, Florida, 31 to 29 on September 18th. Or um, the national championship, Georgia beating Alabama, 33 to 18. I still can't believe that. Alabama Florida game was so close because then you look at Florida's season from that point on it was horrendous. Yeah. Um, uh, I think the Arkansas Ole Miss that game was really entertaining and um, it was very back and forth and um, it was crazy. You know, Arkansas goes down and tries to go for two to win the game. Um, I'd I'd say that one. Um, I you know Michigan Michigan State's close, but I thought Michigan was pretty sloppy. Uh, towards the end of that game, especially blowing that lead they had. 
That's um, what makes me like that game, though, is that they blew that lead. <laughs> yeah, well, I enjoyed yeah, that game a lot. Michigan. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the A&M-Bama game, that was entertaining because never in my mind would I have thought A&M would have competed and win the game. Yeah. yeah. Unranked. And, and it was a high-scoring game, 41-38. It's pretty high-scoring. Yeah, and first assistant, former assistant to beat Saban, too, so you have that to throw in there as well. But that um, Kansas Texas game too, fifty seven to fifty six in overtime. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I'll go with Arkansas Ole Miss. I guess I'm gonna go with the Iron Bowl, but it's close because yeah. I, I really liked um, the Michigan State Michigan game too. But I'm gonna say Iron yeah. Bowl. I, uh, I, I, the only thing about the Iron Bowl, it, the, it wasn't a good all around game. It was just offenses sucked, and the defenses played very well. Yeah, it wasn't really entertaining until the last two minutes, and then it picked yeah, up. Which, yeah, which, you know, that's the kind of game I, I like a defensive game. Um, yeah. It's just very frustrating, though, to watch Auburn's offense just do absolutely nothing that whole game and blow a lead. So, Well, how about best bowl game? We have the yeah. Birmingham Bowl, Houston 17, Auburn 13. The Citrus yeah. Bowl, Kentucky 20, Iowa 17. The Armed Forces Bowl, I like this one. Army 24, Missouri 22. Uh, Fiesta Bowl, Oklahoma State 37, Notre Dame 35. That was a good one. The Cure Bowl, Coastal Carolina 47, North Northern Illinois 41. The Music City Bowl, Purdue beat Tennessee 48-45 to in uh, a crap call at the end. Yeah. The Rose Bowl, Ohio State 48, Utah 45. Didn't like that one because I wanted Utah to win. <laughs> or the National <laughs> Championship game, Georgia 33-18 to over Alabama. Ooh, this one's close. I'm between um, Purdue and Tennessee and then the Rose Bowl with Ohio State and Utah. Um, yeah. Because that Purdue-Tennessee game was nuts as well. That was so back and forth with you know the final eight minutes. Um, That's mine. Even I, though I hated the outcome, it's the Music City Bowl, Purdue and Tennessee. I I'm going to I'm gonna say the Rose – yeah, I'm going to say the Rose Bowl just because that performance from you know Ohio State's offense from – um, the the wide receiver and then their quarterback. So, I'd probably say that game, the Rose Bowl. Yeah, that was a good one too. Uh, saddest fan base. So this is the saddest fan base at the end of the 2021 season or throughout it. Our contenders are Alabama, uh, the lost national championship game, Auburn, going six and seven their first year. Not sure about their head coach. Texas, really not sure about their head coach, going five and seven. Uh, Florida in a mess <laughs> or Oklahoma hmm. after losing Lincoln Riley. Ooh. I think it's Oklahoma. Uh, <laughs> I mean if you if you Yeah, I would say that now if you just had a span of one week, I would say Alabama just with that yeah. <laughs> terrible week they had. Yeah. Um yeah, I I would probably say Oklahoma just because they're losing someone like Lincoln Riley who you knew was gonna have a great shot taking you to a playoff each season. And they were um, so mad about it. I mean, fans were furious. Which, I mean, it. you can't be upset because the dude, you know, won so much for you and he wanted to choose an opportunity to go where he made more money and, you know, to a program that, you know, was prestigious and wants to bring it back. So I mean, you can't fault him for that. But No, absolutely not. And to live in Southern California is probably pretty sunny and nice. I and, and get a private jet that you can use whenever. I mean... That's a bonus, isn't it? Yeah, I would say so. All right, how about most valuable assistant? Uh, Jeff Grimes, OC at Baylor. Jim Knowles, DC at Oklahoma State. Dan Lanning, uh, DC at Georgia, now head coach at uh, Oregon. Uh, Billy Slaughter, DC. <laughs> Where's Billy name. Slaughter? Uh, Josh Gaddis, OC at uh, Michigan. Or. Warren Rogerio, OC at Wake Forest. Um, I'll probably say Knowles, the DC for Oklahoma State. Um, I think he's, you know, he's coached for a long time. Um, but yeah, Oklahoma State had an awesome defense, um, and I thought he did a pretty good job there. Um, but also, if, I'd say him for defensive wise. But another guy you didn't mention who I thought did a good job with a, you know, I team. I don't really know. What they had around, you know, the quarterback that broke all the we uh, records uh, was uh, Western Kentucky's OC. I thought he was pretty good as well. Um, yeah, let me look him up. 
because uh, gosh, what is their quarterback's name? He um, he had a record-breaking season. He threw for the most yards ever in a single season. Uh, Zach Kitley is their coach, their OC. Let me look up the quarterback's name. His name is Bailey Zapp. Does that sound right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's a pretty good name so I'd too. I'd say him it? too. Cool. Very good. I'm gonna say. I guess. I mean, I guess Dan Lanning. Although he had all the pieces where he needed them, he still, I guess. I was about to say, yeah. He, see, and like he I adjusted, like, which is big, in the Alabama yeah. national championship game. Yeah, I'll give him that. But also, I mean, he was blessed to have all that talent on the defensive side. Um, yeah. But I will give it to him. Yeah, he made adjustments the second time they played Alabama. Okay, how about this one? Coach of the year. Now, I've just wrote down the um, AP Coach of the Year finalists, but I feel like we can both just throw in some names we want as well. So, yeah, uh, Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. No, not after the playoffs, I don't think. Luke Fickle at Cincinnati. That's a good one. Dave Aranda at Baylor. Mel Tucker, Michigan State. Kirby Smart, Georgia. Um, trying to think of who I would. I would, you know, I would throw in um, Tennessee's head coach. In yeah. His first year, with with what he had, and really, like I said, we've you know we said it, they were screwed over in their bowl game. They should have beat Purdue. Um, to, and to ha- go seven to five in the regular season, I think was pretty impressive. With you know what's going on with the program, um, what he started off with, I think the offenses looked pretty good for Tennessee too during the season. Um, I think he did a pretty solid job. I'd I'd put him up there. But then yeah, yeah jo- I mean Luke Fickle too. Josh Uples, you're talking about. Yeah, I mean they went seven and six, four and four in the conference, uh, finished third in the East. So yeah. Uh, yeah, they had a, a for a first year <laughs> at a program that struggled like Tennessee. Yeah, you could definitely make that argument for him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess I'll. You know, it almost could have been Harbaugh if they would have just even if they would have lost to Georgia, if they would have looked good, it could have been. Yeah, him. if they would have looked good and competed, and it came down to you know the final few minutes, but you know they had a, a decent game. Georgia played better. I would have probably been fine with it and, you know, having him as the coach of the year because up to that game, he had done a great job and they had played very well. Um, so that's why, you know, sometimes it just doesn't make any sense. How are you going to come so prepared for these other games? And then you come to the playoff, your first time making the playoffs, and then you're just like, oh, well, who cares? But actually, <laughs> I'll, I'll, answer, I'll answer my own question. It was all to beat Ohio State. That's it. That's all they cared about. They oh, beat Ohio yeah, State, and then it was like, uh, my season's done. Who cares about the playoffs? They beat Ohio State. so I'm going to say Luke Fickle for Coach of the Year. Yeah, he did Cincinnati a great job. Yeah. All right, last award of the night already, Justin. Can you believe it? Ooh, man, it's a, it's a nice award show. You know, those award shows on live television, they're like two, three hours long. We'll get you a nice one that's under an hour. Well, here is the final one. Best Player. All right, for the 2021 mm. season. Here are our finalists. Feel free to throw in some others if you feel uh, need be. Quarterback Bryce Young at Alabama. Um, defensive end Aiden Hutchinson at Michigan. Amon Gardner. Um, Amon Gardner uh, at Cincy, cornerback. Nicobe Dean, Georgia linebacker. Or Will Anderson, Alabama linebacker. Mm, I would... I would say Will Anderson. If you're saying just um, a guy that made such an impact on the defensive side and was you know just involved in about every play, um, I would say Will Anderson. Well, okay, yeah. I mean, he definitely, yeah, his numbers because, show for it. He, you know, I'm usually I'm you know I'll I'd pick a quarterback, but you know, I mean Bryce Young. It, it's always he's always gonna he had so many weapons around them when you have guys like Mechie and Williams and Brian Robinson and uh, Slade I mean and but you flip it over to the defensive side it's somebody you know he's got to make every single play he's calling out a lot of the reads and the plays um, so I, I would say Will Anderson just because all around it's very impressive to see what he's done 
Oh, yeah. No, I agree. He had 56 uh, solo tackles, 45 assists, 101 tackles for loss, um, 31 loss uh, uh, loss yards, and he had 17 and a half sacks. Yeah, so, 17 and a half sacks for a linebacker. Insane. Yeah. I mean, that that's it's incredible. Uh I think I'm. I was gonna say Bryce Young at Alabama, but I think you're. I think you're right. I'm gonna say Will Anderson at Alabama. That is insane numbers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, he's a hybrid. I mean, you can put him D end, and you know, as an edge rusher because he's so fast, but he's also so strong too and powerful off the line too. Um, but then, yeah, you put him back at a linebacker. So uh, the dude, it's just incredible to see what he's done. He's only, you know, sophomore. He's still got one more year before you know he can go to the NFL. So I mean. It's only going to get better. Well, Justin, that concludes the, this year's uh, TG Emmys wow. Award Ceremonies. Let's give ourselves a hand. Hey, probably the best one yet. Am I right? Probably the probably. best one. Mm, lovely. All right. Well, we'll be back Sunday for a normal episode of the Game Managers Podcast. We're going to break down uh, the ongoing NFL playoffs as well as Alabama and Auburn basketball. And anything else that pops up. A lot of NFL hires so far this week, Justin. We'll see what else happens before Sunday. But we'll be back Sunday night. All right. Hey, congratulations, guys. Y'all really deserve these awards, y'all. Fantastic. Way to go. Great season. Way to go. All right. Good night, everyone. Best night of your lives. What? What? Hey, I said it's the best night of your lives. Oh, yeah. I thought you said say goodbye to your wives. No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> say goodbye. No, this was the best night of their lives. It's, it's, nothing's yeah. going to top this. No, so, if it does, they're they're lucky. They're, they're, they're wrong. Not, are they? Because they're on this list. All right. Yeah. Goodbye, everyone. Hey, Wurgle anyways. Blue 42! Blue 42! Hut! Hut! Hike! Thank you for listening to the Game Managers Podcast. Please remember to like and subscribe. Goodbye, adios, and sayonara.